What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Ride Share Rodeo Gig News and Interviews. I'm your host, Steve. Let's get it on. Hey, what's up, everybody? Happy Thursday. Welcome to the Rodeo Gig Worker Roundtable. We have some guests tonight. We, we got a, a guesty panel tonight. So, uh, hi, Kim. Kim Side Money Plans, who is not a guest. She's always here. And Cheyenne, Gig Work Mama. But we also have Michelle Sleet and Dashing Grandpa. Now, Michelle doesn't have a YouTube channel, or if she does, I don't think she promotes it, right? You don't do it? Okay. But for those of you that don't know Michelle, um, she has the two largest DoorDash groups on Facebook. Um, I know that combined, you were just reaching 200K last time we talked, so I don't even know where you're at now. Um, um, getting to 250. <laughs> so a quarter of a million people. Yeah. I mean, so... Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a lot, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I Michelle, I'm a mod on her channel, and so is Gary, but I, I'm afraid to do anything because <laughs> there's every time I I mean I barely am on Facebook, I go in there and it's like you have a hundred or two hundred and ninety-three approvals waiting. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, every time five hundred <laughs> plus a day for members, you know, drivers. Um yeah, a lot. So I put I put the link in the show note to in the in the description of this video to Michelle's one of her groups, her driver pro, because I think that everybody here would want that group. Um, yeah, you might want the other one too, but I think that's the group everybody here or, or, or that might be watching replay would want. So um, check that out, you guys. If you're on Facebook at all, you definitely want to be part of that, especially all you dashers, even if you're just part of your your um arsenal or if you're full-time dashers or what you're doing um there's a lot of uh just don't troll in there <laughs> but um yeah welcome everybody and dashing grandpa's here too and after this show by the way if you guys haven't seen it we we often talk about it but uh brandon has a show as soon as this one ends every week so it's he starts it up at the top of the hour so um check that out too uh, let me see what's going on here. Hi, Chris Taylor. Hi, Thomas Mathis. Hey, Gigan. Chris Taylor, thank you for gifting um, some memberships. Who'd we get here? We got Thomas got one. Oh, Edward Lee right got here. one. Ryan Anzai. got one. Anzai and Nomadic. So hi to all you guys as well. Um, welcome. Uh, hi, Thomas Mathis. Uh, who else? Hi, Ellen. How are you? Uh Hey, Tremaine. Tremaine, did you make that video? Tremaine time is really a strange thing. I see a joke about Steve time, but Tremaine time is a real thing. Um, <laughs> hi, even Asuka. Uh, what's up, Rick? How are you? And um, I think I got everybody. If not, I, uh, sorry about that, guys, but I think I did. Um, okay, we're going to go forward here then. So the first thing I wanted to discuss is... I. Last week we talked, we did talk about 
the Seattle thing and how you can accrue one day per month. Remember this? Like all you have to do is one stop in Seattle though. That's it through the whole month. To me, my thing was, okay, well, why wouldn't you just become a DoorDasher and do one pickup or delivery into Seattle so that you get your paid day off? Because it's a paid day off. Because Kim was talking about non-paid day offs and how this could be a negative thing this week. And so I wanted to let Kim talk about that a little more. Um, what she what she was talking about, because in comparison, it's, it's way worse. But this is part of why <laughs> Seattle's falling apart. <laughs> Well, I, I got mine. I actually, I got my information from actually Gary. Gary sent it to me from Middleton Technology. And um, it's actually Uber. Uber, um, we were trying to research exactly where it was coming from. I was speculating it was Seattle or New York City. It actually came from Australia and another country is doing this. But they are... If you work 28 days in a row, they are mandatory making drivers take a day off. Like you can't even turn on the Uber app. So I don't think, honestly, it's far-fetched that when you come, when you think about like state legislations and city legislations, that this mm -hmm. could be easily rolled out to Seattle, New York City, anybody who has like strict you know, laws against gig workers. Um, you know, once one thing rolls out and it's successful somewhere, where else do we see it? We see it come to different areas. So it's out there. Um, it might be in different countries, but it's not far-fetched for it to get here. Um, Michelle, what do you, what are you hearing your groups about this? I mean, I sure I'm sure you're hearing from the Seattle people because we were talking about last week. They're they're hurting bad. Right. So we just, uh, per, for the most part, uh, whatever DoorDash has sent out to them in their emails, people just screenshot at that and, you know, and they, they send it in. And uh, because I live in St. Louis, I don't hear much about it. Yeah. Uh, just Well, just basically, I mean, what's some of what's going on is they have that, you know, I we always talk about here, it's just a bad idea to go down the road of putting a, like putting these rates on it. I just truly believe that, especially with the way life fluctuates. I mean, I feel like it's always a bad deal, never pans out right. But in Seattle, they've got the per minute, the per per mile, and those are and they're set high. And then they have the five dollar minimal, though, and that kind of thing's okay to me to make sure it's not under five. But they've basically done the same thing California and New York have done, and they've passed along the buck and said, "Listen," and they show the um, they show the um, customers, hey, you're paying this new Seattle fee. This is one of your line items now. So they've, I mean, literally they jacked, they jacked the prices. They did everything all at once. And then they added a whole new line fee of, hey, you have to pay two or two fifty or whatever it is because Seattle made us do this. So order volumes down. Everybody, they can't use acceptance rate anymore. And I know we were talking about the fact that, you know, we all need this, but with I, I've now I've I've definitely come to the conclusion that with the removal of acceptance rate, all these legislations better have caps. I know some of them do, but in Seattle we're seeing what that does because everybody is allowed to dash now. Now, oh. so you don't need. But they're allowed no, to dash now, but they're not getting many orders from what everybody's complaining about. And there's my about. point. There's my point. Without a cap on the drivers, everybody can dash now. 
I had, I mean, I don't know if we talked about it on here or if I got it after the fact, but um, there was there was a person up in Seattle who did 43 hours of dash time, and they did two hours and 58 minutes of active time last week. And they don't multi-app. Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, that okay, so you made 50 bucks <laughs> for a week? It's crazy. I mean, this is I mean, obviously you. I don't know. I, I don't know about you guys, but I mean, I, that's not even a thought. I pivot. I do something no, else. There was yeah. a whole bunch of articles, even this past <clears throat> week, that came out that was really saying how much like they want to reverse what's happening in Seattle because it's literally causing like havoc between the economy between you know people just not ordering like it's it's hurting the restaurants like it's literally hurting the industry as it is um including gig workers so it's it's a mess over there sure i mean i know brandon hasn't even been able to i mean really dash in a long time or it's not mm-hmm. worth it i mean no. you know so i know he primarily does spark and we'll get to that but i mean like his, I'm, I'm talking a long time ago. I feel like his market dried up long ago, long before we were even starting to see what we're seeing everywhere. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think that that day off in Seattle thing, this whole thing is getting messed up. Um, and it, it's scary because this is what this is. I see this is what happens if you don't. It's worse than New York this City. legislation. Yeah. If you do this legislation, you better make sure you're putting a cap on something or because you can't have. You can't need a thousand people. The companies want three thousand, but now the legislation allows everybody to dash now. So you have ten thousand. I mean, you. I mean, it's at a point where the person who emailed me that was saying I that. Think the, uh, I think everywhere it needs to have a cap. No, I, was I mean, just you, say, what, I, I think, don't know. What I, do you guys? What I do you guys think every area, including Canada. I think every to, area needs to have a cap, regardless of state regulation. About two it years really should be. About two years ago, Grubhub had caps in my market anyway, and they were only putting on so many drivers. And then they removed that cap, mm-hmm. and it flooded it. And now you can turn Grubhub on, and you can get on there, but uh, you can go all day or even two days and not even get an order because there are just so many drivers. And Wichita Falls yeah, is not even that big. You see I don't think scared. any of us up here count on Grubhub, though. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, I'm just saying it, it used to. That was every order was about $18, every one of them. It didn't yep. matter if it was one a block or two miles, five miles. It was about 18 bucks and up. But what this deal you're talking about is basically the same thing. If they're opening up DoorDash where everybody can get on there and dash now, it's going to do just like Grubhub did. It's like Kim said a while ago. Sure, you can dash, but you're not going to get offers. There's going to be a thousand other people ahead of you. And plus, I mean that. I mean, I'm not for the the tiers either. But obviously, all the tiers go away. They don't mean anything if you can just da- always dash now. I think they They'll just figure out a way to make Seattle and said, "Okay, screw it. You guys are all on, and you just fight for every order by proximity." <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and I mean yeah. that's what we've always asked for. The problem here is, is that let's say that only a thousand are needed on any given night, and on most nights it's five hundred. 
we know the apps would like to put 1500 or 750 on those nights. And to me, okay, I understand that from a bar owner perspective, even I understand that I understand wanting to have a few extra people just in case, but what they end up doing is doing way more than that little extra cushion. And now I think they've just opened the floodgates to see, let's see what this does. Cause I don't know about you, Kim, but this week there's been a lot of news that has been like, even some of the people who put this into place saying we might need to get rid of this. Yeah. I think they're second guessing what they thought was a good idea. Like they're seeing the, you know, what, what are we into? What probably two months in now at this point with Seattle, three months, I think they're starting to see, wait, wait, wait a minute. Like it's, it's not just affecting drivers. It's affecting other industries and it's affecting the economy in Seattle. So it's, it's not good. And then Michelle, what about, what about you? Cause your market's always good. I mean, we see a lot of, you know, Pedro's down there. We see other people down there too. We watch them and and I've always said Seattle's got a strong gig market, not just DoorDash, but what is DoorDash like now? Well, I have noticed a huge change since the buy hour has come in. Uh, I know that there's a, a significant amount of people here doing the per hour in my area. It pays $15.75 out of peak pay. With When it goes into $2 peak pay, for whatever reason, it goes up to nineteen seventy-five an hour, and then you can't even get on the buy hour anymore. And I have noticed the order. There was a time where there was never a lapse in orders; it, they were constantly coming. And since that per hour came in, it's over. Mm -hmm. The only reason why, I, well, I can move to another area. That's I can do that and get orders. But I'm in the large order program. And I've got that down pat. I know where to get those every day. So that's that's what keeps me alive. Other than that, that constant order since the per hour, I can't believe people are doing it, but they do right. do it. Oh, absolutely. And they're doing it to keep the, a lot of reasons to keep the fake AR up. They're like propping the system. But at the same time, that I and we've talked about this there. Look, at straight up. That's what's killing things, though, because the algorithm can barely sort when we're all just on. But think about an algorithm that knows you're on by earn by time and can only skip one per hour. It right. all of a sudden can say, OK, he can cover this. This person's good. I mean, it, it has a lot better of a grip on how many are needed then. And my market is so huge. It's it's about a three million market. And. DoorDash has everything here. They have the shop and pay. They have, you know, the shop at the Dollar Generals. They have the shop at the wall. You know, every single place that you can shop grocery stores where they're getting, you know, 75 item shops. That could take you two hours to do. I mean, they take drivers out. and But there's no shortage of those kind of things. I didn't get into this business to do that. I'm not going to carry three cases of water up three flights of stairs. I'm not, I'm not interested in that. So I know you dash though. How's it going? Me? Yeah. Yeah. So I do 150 to 200 a day and that's, and that's doing my other businesses as well. So as I said, but I get the catering and mm -hmm. I, and the fine dining and all that. And I do uh, 50, 50. I think I told you how it rolls out Uber eats and DoorDash. So between the two, 150 to 200 solid. Uh, and it's, uh, and holidays have been good. Uh, the first of the year was great. 
all you know super bowl valentine's day you name it it was just happening okay yeah and that's so funny you, you say that because most of us up here don't often have a lot to say about uber eats except for cheyenne because uber eats is stronger in canada i mean I DoorDash, you know. yeah so yeah we our uber eats here uh my son and i were doing it tonight and but they have no trouble sending you lowball offers and they want you to go 29 miles and that's not happening. Right. So I, I think. But the people to- are doing it. Otherwise earned by time wouldn't be because I've seen it too yeah. here and here. Oddly, it doesn't have to be peak pay. Ours is 1850. And don't let people don't let again, people don't let you think that's that means that DoorDash is solid here because they're paying three dollars more in St. Louis. I've always told you. DoorDash is awful here. Tony will tell you DoorDash is awful here. I mean, those of us that live here can tell you that. I mean, we still use them maybe, and they use them more than I do. But nonetheless, like even Tony, he's doing delivered and curry pretty much these days. And he has, and he has, you know, I don't know. He's got that top dasher status, even that meant something or whatever, or the diamond or whatever it is, elite or whatever you <laughs> diamond gem people are called. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> really? You're diamond well, I'm a bottom. People. I'm a bottom feeder. That name yeah. isn't good either. <laughs> you know, I call that my group. I call that all the DoorDash trickery. Who's falling for the trickery today? And yeah. the people that are falling for the trickery is pretty amazing. Uh, that's the biggest from from doing groups four years ago and doing it today. It's uh, going from cherry pickers and top decliners to ex- having a hundred percent acceptance rate, your tops. I mean, mm-hmm. it's such a difference. I, I, I can't rally in that because if I did, a, if I did 70 to hundred percent acceptance rate in this market, I might as well just, just say, forget it. You know, I'm not going to do charity runs. It's just not what I'm here for. No, none of us. This isn't, a, I'm not a nonprofit. I don't know. Exactly. You're a nonprofit. <laughs> well, that's that's exactly why they have added on so many drivers is because they know somebody's oh, yeah. going to take it. If they throw it out a dollar and a half, somebody will take it. Yeah. I think I, 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 I go as far as to say if they threw it out at a zero base pay, people would take it. Brandon, I, yeah. People so... group, a dollar is a dollar. Yeah. Yeah. And... I'd rather make something than sit. Well, actually, it costs you to make that. So yeah. making more money by sitting. <laughs> so yeah, Thomas, Thomas is speaking about the LOP here. And I'm glad, like for anybody that this is the case, I'm glad for you. But I do hear from a lot of people who have LOP in other markets that it's not what it was. And it's not really helping them that much anymore. So I don't know how everybody feels about that one. But um, I mean, I do know obvi- it's obviously market to market on everything, but so I'm glad to hear that it works for Thomas. I mean, Kim, do you still get a lot of LOP or are you more getting delivered? And no, yeah, I'm still LOP. I still get probably no, I know you four. are. Are you still getting them as often? Yeah, three, four times you a do? day, okay. maybe. Yeah, okay, that's where I make most of my DoorDash money is on LOPs, right? I just I didn't know, I figured it probably went down some. I mean. DoorDash volume is down across the board, so I would just imagine it's gone down. No, I don't know. You know, it, it's where uh, it's where I make the LOP. But you know, I'm, you know, I'm, you know, I know you guys are talking about Diamond, but in for my area, like I have to 
in order to make the money I need to make, I need to be top dasher and I need to be in the diamond priority program. It's the only way in my area that's going to make it work to actually do money on DoorDash. So it's probably the only way it works in my area, but having a 17% acceptance rate isn't good in the eyes of DoorDash, I guess. I don't know. I guess that doesn't make me a top dasher. So, Kim, I'm wondering, because I know you documented a while ago how you were able, you know, how how you brought the AR up. How do you maintain it up? Because I know Um, you haven't, like, you don't decline and then go back up. Me, there's a math. Yeah, so there's a math. I've been doing it for so long, like, I don't even think about it anymore. But, like, the real crap of the crap, I still don't take. But I know I usually average around 100 deliveries per week. It's usually what I average. So you can actually decline close to 30 orders per week. So break it down however many days a week. Like, you can almost decline, like, four or five per day. Some are better than others. So it's just an average. I mean, you ha- everybody has their own minimums. Like, I've always lowered. I've always had the minimum of a dollar per mile. I've always been the dasher that I never sit still. I always constantly go. I always take orders. Like, it's always been my mentality even before the Diamond program even rolled in. But you know, like I said, that's how it works for me in my area, but I am one of those top dashers, but I'm also averaging about a thousand dollars to, you know, twelve, fifteen hundred dollars a week. It just depends on the week and what's going on. Nice. So I see that, um, I don't necessarily know Autobahn that, uh, that people, I mean, I, I, I absolutely, yeah, people disagree about everything, but I have no issue with people disagreeing with this, but because most zones won't give you this, but um, I've had decent success seeing almost all diamond with top dasher. See, this is what I'm talking about when we're talking about these difference of markets. Cause I mean, clearly he's seeing something I can't see, but again, I'm not a, I'm not, I'm not on those levels. So I actually can't compare Tony driven dad is in my market. I, I talk to him often and he tells me that, no, this is not the case for, for him either though. So it, it is really market by market. Um, I don't really know what else to say about that. Uh, we don't have I, the tears yet. I, I mean, don't have the tears the, yet. I'm still diamond. I'm Good. wondering what's going to happen to Cheyenne's market. I feel like she's sitting over there going, I, I saw a comment back to Thomas saying, oh, no, that's never going to happen over here. Like, or I don't think so. And I'm just wondering because I know these companies aren't just sitting by going, let Canada do what they want. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> I mean, they, they have a plan. I'm, I'm sorry to say they have a plan for you. Oh, for sure. I know it's going to come. Sure because, look, is, the completion rate came. We're, we're, exactly. We're usually like a few months <laughs> after you guys. So I'm sure it's coming. I mean, do you, do you see anything happen? I mean, we, we know that you had to finally submit your whatever the social is for yes. Canada. Oh my God, people are freaking out about that right now. Like it's no joke, the amount of, because we're approaching tax time now. So everyone's asking about like, you know, their tax forms, but now it's getting to the point where people actually see that DoorDash and Skip have given the CRA our income. So you can go onto the government's website and see kind of like an electronic version of your slips. Mm-hmm. And you can see, skip the dishes, an amount, DoorDash, an amount. So now they're like, oh my gosh, now the government really knows how much I made. And I'm like, why Why are we surprised? Like, this is what you should have been doing from the beginning. So yeah, 
a lot of people are freaking out right now because they're they realize that they can't evade taxes anymore. Yeah. Crazy. I mean, Crazy. I won't I won't point out any people's names. You know who you are, but I know some people in this community who haven't I know one person who hasn't filed their taxes in 3 years. Like well, nothing. No extension, I don't think nothing. Just If, if you <laughs> like, bring Knock, knock, knock. (laughs) And that's what I said. I said, listen, call the IRS and tell them that you're having a hardship or whatever it is and get on a plan with them. They're like, no, why would I do that? And I'm like, because if they catch you, it's a hell of a lot worse. (laughs) So you see, that's where things are different with you guys. So with us, (laughs) that's what I heard. So in the States, you guys can go to jail if you don't do your taxes. Over here, our jails are overcrowded, though. They. It's called tax oh, yeah. evasion. <laughs> so you see the thing with here, because myself as well, I'm behind like a year in my taxes, kind of bad. But um, all you do is they like send you a notice and they're like, hey, we noticed that you're behind. Like I remember one point I was like a year behind and then I had my daughter. So then I was a little bit more behind and they called and they were like, oh, do you need any help? Like filling out your your tax forms. We realized that you didn't file. And I was like, no, I had an emergency C-section, blah, blah, blah. They're like, okay, we'll give you an extension. But there's nothing, like, all you're doing is just paying extra fees. So it's like... Like okay. here, you have to file for an extension and then you have to wait to receive a letter back. If I was there, by the way, you just described it, I would just tell them every year, like, I don't want to pay him. So I'm just going <laughs> <I'm just gonna laughs> to sit this year out, you know? Like, bye. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing, though. You can't do that. (laughs) Well, I mean, how many years can you extend it, though? It doesn't sound like a very strict system. It's not a strict system. Like, Like, I why do people people, pay their taxes? Well, because you're supposed to. But I know people that it was like a good three, four years that they were behind. And that is just, uh, you know, they get a letter saying like, oh, you're behind. But also what the government does over here, I don't know if you guys do the same thing, but anytime that, like, let's say you're behind, they'll automatically calculate it based on like historical um, numbers. And then it's up to you to provide the information to say whether that was accurate or not. So they're still kind of calculating things for you. And then it's for you to be like, okay, no, like I should have received more. Or I should have like even you know, for employees. How do they treat the yeah. employee ones? Like, so they, yeah. they don't, even, they can't even say you owe us this. They're just like, hey, listen, based on this year, pay us this. Like, yeah. So even for the even for the employees, made as much. So shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but like, even for the employees, because the employer has to give the information to the government. So technically, yeah. they already have everything, right? So they just calculate it, but then obviously the way that they calculate it, you're not going to have all the credits that you maybe would normally have. So like, you're not going to be able to like file for your children and all that kind of stuff. So for them, they're like, okay, we calculated something and you're going to pay us and there's going to be interest. But for you, you, you have an advantage of, okay, but it bought me a little bit more time, but now I need to give them the proper information so that I can get back whatever I get back every month, if you get back anything. Can't, like parts of Canada, I, I'm from Michigan. I used to go up there often. I know it well. And I love Canada. But like there's parts of Canada I, like, I love things about. 
this I love. This makes me almost close <laughs> to moving there because I would just every year be like, nope, not interested in that. Not paying. Like, nope, I, didn't make, I only made five dollars this year, so I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send you ten cents. Like, <laughs> Yeah, here yeah, that wouldn't on. work. That wouldn't work. Because even because even if you made five dollars, like you still have things to pay into, right? Because don't forget, healthcare is free here, so you have to pay into that. So there's still going to be like a certain amount that you you're going to owe them. So yeah, you know, oddly pay. we oddly we all pay into to, uh, free medical too. We just don't get it till we're sixty five. But like, you know, I mean, like we all pay yeah. in. Called social security. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, but it's no. but it's just like the value of our dollar. It's like, it's like every year, like, oh, do we have enough to keep this going? Like, so what, why am I paying in if when I get there, it's not going to be there? <laughs> like, you know, I'd like a system of everybody's paying in, and that's what's available that year. Like, oh my gosh! You know, like just like everything, we're behind. We're always behind, but. Um, yeah. Medicare goes up, Social Security goes up. Yeah, there's Medicare. Social Security, when Social know. Security payments go up, mm -hmm. so does Medicare. So the older people still don't get a yeah advantage. Yeah, no, That's it's just crazy. a it's just a lose unless you're unless you're covered through a work or you privately have good insurance. It's just a joke of the insurance here. It's almost I I, I would compare it to how you described free insurance in Canada, Cheyenne. When yeah. like you were saying like. Yeah, it's here, but like if you want something good or faster, you might want a doctor. So, you know, like yeah. so I get that, but I feel like that's like you're stuck with this broken system unless you want to pay for it. Exactly. Everyone keeps complaining about the fact that our healthcare system is completely broken over here, which is true. It is completely broken. It's horrible. It's free, but you can like pretty much die sitting in the waiting room while you're waiting. Like it's yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, I would also wonder how the doctors get paid too. So, I mean, like, if are you, are your doctors making forty thousand a year, and they're just like, I'm not even that good. Like, like, so no, I don't know how much they get paid, but I know they're pretty well off because they do swipe your Medicare card every time, right? So the doctors are getting paid because they swipe your Medicare card. It's Unless everybody's saying I'm not paying my taxes. Well, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> but they're getting the taxes from the people that work. Yeah, I get right, but now that's exactly exactly why this happened and why they need what is it? Not your EIN or your social, but whatever you guys call the your business number. Yeah, yeah, your this TIN. is why they need that's it. Exactly this, everybody's why. like scared because they 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 probably don't pay in. Yeah, they're like, wait, I'm an independent contractor because I don't pay taxes. So wait, I don't like this. <laughs> exactly, that's exactly <laughs> it. You're getting so many scenarios of like, well, if I'm working full time, do I really need to declare this? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh. Um, Ellen had a good question. She was wondering if anyone files quarterly. No. Nope. <laughs> oh, I I do. I pay my employment taxes. Um, my accountant gives me slips every every year, and I pay every four quarters. But if I bring it up to my group, they all laugh. Well, Kim and I were talking with a company that hopefully hopefully starts to really kind of take off here. We won't mention it, but um, they kind of do it for you quarterly. Hopefully we'll be able to talk about that soon, but it sounds very interesting and they take care of your stuff. So it's, it's for gig workers. Um, I don't want to jump a gun or anything and they're not until they're fully launched, but um, I don't know. I think I thought it looked like a good thing. So 
Um, well, if we represent the gig economy, uh, the percentage from last year is that 16% of, I don't know about Canada, but the United States is involved in some part of the gig economy. That's huge. So anybody that wants to be a part of it and 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 work with us, uh, they'd be smart to get on that that boat because Pete, there's no such thing as a normal job anymore. When I was young, you'd go to an apartment building in the day and there'd not be a car on the lot. I go to apartment building to deliver food at lunchtime. I can't find a space. They're all I home know. working. Are they're or doing not gig working. work are not working but i can't find these apartment apartment parking lots used to be empty during the day uh they just because people weren't home now they're home and they all have nice cars and these are not incredibly nice neighborhoods <laughs> so uh, i mean these are things all those that pandemic I, that I checks they were like i'll just buy a yeah these know. are things that i that i i personally know of course we have a very low cost of living here and we have one of the lowest gas taxes in the nation. And so the, there's a lot of pluses. That's why, you know, St. Louis is home to lots of sports teams. We have uh, sports stars that never have left here because they, they figure, hey, I can live in the middle of the United States, have a great house, uh, mm -hmm. get a lot of bang for my buck and be on a hub. I can go anywhere in the world that I want to because I'm living, you know, living here. I actually, uh, a couple nights ago, I delivered to a hall. What do you call the the rock musicians that are in the hall of Hall of Fame, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? The Cleveland Rock and Roll yes. Music Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yes, I delivered to their house. I knew they, and I it was the second time I delivered there, and I saw the the young wife, the guy. The guy actually had a hit in the fifties, and he's still, <laughs> and it's been in lots of movies. Anyway, um, I. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm a fan, but they stay here. Actually, um, you know, like I said, we have sports stars. We have uh, lots of entertainers. Hey, Nelly lives here, right? Yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, you and I mean, no, it doesn't uh, look. We're we're a very craft beer state here, but you also are home to Budweiser, and I mean that is a big deal. Yeah, and I mean, that's and a big, big deal. also, uh, I've delivered because you know I go right to the tax records. I I'm a I'm not a stalker, but I like to know who I'm delivering to. And I'm like, God, who lives in this house? And lots of captains of industry. Uh, and I have, okay, I have delivered, I don't mind saying it, to the Bush's house many, many, many times. And in fact, I use, if I saw their address come up, come up I just I just deliver to their house. I, I enjoy yeah, going there. Um, they're not great tippers. I mean, they're average tippers, um, but I don't expect that. And that's another fallacy. People will send in a, I just delivered to this house. You know, they're putting a typical $2 million house and guess what the tip was? Uh, you can't equate to what their net worth is to what they're gonna give you on the tip. They're, they're gonna probably just tip average tips like everybody else. Yeah. Or everybody's lying to you and they're tipping great and they just don't want you up in that neck of the woods. <laughs> that could be, that could be. And, 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 you know, that's going to be a throw out question to my group very soon is how do you feel about other dashers? And that's something early on in, in my discussion with Pedro was, do you feel like we're competitors? And, and he, he and I feel the same way about almost everything. And no, I mean, I don't look at other dashers as my competition because First off, it's not my it's it's a side hustle for me in a way. 
that's if I gave it up tomorrow, it wouldn't hurt me. I just I enjoy it. But they I, I just mean, did a say I just did a video about that this week. Um, whether we think drivers are competitors with each other. Because I had right, an incident so, with the driver this past week. How what kind of it was it a a it competition? Was, um, it, I don't know. It was just weird. Like I walked into a local pizza place and they know me by name. And, you know, when you are full time, right, you get to know your drivers around your area and they get to know your face. And I walked into a pizza place and I said, hey, and they're like, hey, Kim, who are you here for? And I said who I was here for. And you go, oh, it's just going to be a couple more minutes. So I stepped back and there was a driver right next to me. And normally I just say, hey, what's going on? And he he went, he went like this. He went, oh no. <laughs> and then started like chatting and like texting someone on his phone. So I don't know whether it was like, hey, this girl is here. <laughs> Be aware she's in the neighborhood. I don't know. But it was like the weirdest thing. And I'm like, wow, do people actually view people as competitors? And then like, I was trying to think of myself, like, I don't think I view other drivers as competitors, but I'm really observant about what goes on in my own area, if that makes any sense. Like if I'm in a parking lot with other drivers, I want to know what restaurants they're going to, what orders they're picking up, because you can really learn really? your own market by doing that. So I don't think I think of them as competitors. I'm just really observant during downtimes. I'm since well, Zach's since Zach's in here and he's not up here tonight to take the other side of you, Kim. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna argue the other side. I'm gonna I'm gonna prove that 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 they are competition because because if you aren't getting any orders, you're gonna move. You're gonna go find a new spot. You're gonna you're gonna adjust. So of course they're competition. You wouldn't sit somewhere where you're like, I don't view these people as competition. I'm just not getting any orders. Like you're gonna move. So, but there are times. So, viewer, so if you're, yeah. sorry, Michelle, I was gonna say, but oh, there no, are times. Go, go, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was gonna go say ahead. the viewers. The viewers' comment that came up real quick was they want to drive other drivers out of their zone as quickly as possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You like this one. For me, I'm that one. yes. Um, <laughs> I'm always competing with oversaturation, but if I am busy and I'm taking order after order after order, I'll be honest, I could care less what other drivers are doing as long as I'm making money. Like I care about me and the money I'm making. I could care less. You can have those $2 orders, those $4 yeah. orders go right ahead and take them. I'm going to do me and take whatever orders that I need to do to make my money. So. Well, Steve, I'll throw something interesting out at you along those lines. We also had a big, uh, a big marquee post about pop dashers. Of course, the big the big feature is dash now, but also they sign up for scheduling to take that time out of the schedule to keep drivers off the schedule. Do you think DoorDash knows that? Do you think that they're they're letting you double dip in that situation? Giving you the dash now what? and allowing you to yes, they're doing a 12 to 12 schedule as well as their dash now oh, in that. order to prevent people from being hoping now they don't know yeah they because don't know. does anybody know does anybody know the algorithm does, oh, I, was does anybody... say, I don't not but i, I no, wasn't I even going to answer the know. question i was going to say i don't think they care that was going to be my answer 
Well, they're doing that to prevent, to, to, to put the schedule out there to prevent other dashers from getting on the schedule. And people, there are some people, it was about a 50-50 in this, this marquee post as to, hey, that's really, that's really sucky of you to do that. And others were saying, genius, I'm going to do that too. <laughs> they're going to apply the same thing. <laughs> I do it. I'm not gonna lie, I do it. So you 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 do the dash you now schedule? and you take the schedule. I schedule. That's fair. I, I have the dash now and I schedule at the same time. Um, because I don't know. To whether be honest, a year ago I would have said I would have said, "How dare you, Kim?" <laughs> but now I would say, "Good for you, Kim," because <laughs> yeah, like I mean, genius. It's, if it's gonna, keep I mean, somebody, but, Kim, but Kim's market gonna, has I'm been just trashed. It's been tra so, it's been trashed by all these. Yeah. We're not. I, I've went into it before, but it's so oversaturated that if and I don't know whether it works, but if it gives me a leg up and if it's going to kick someone out of my area that doesn't belong there from other states, then you know what? Bye bye. Have a good day. That's yeah. the only one that bothers me. Uh, not the other dashers that I see on a, on a regular basis, and those have kind of cycled through, but the ones that do come in from out of the area uh and that they that, that kind of that kind of does bother me that's the only thing that does right and i don't know how much that's happening to you but like kim being so close to new york it's happening a lot to her oh, i mean she yeah. even sees the out-of-state plates so it's i don't know you know i know that yeah, it's, um, all the, it's all the illegal drivers it's it's out it's, honestly it's out of control so it is. if i can do anything to do on my part then you know what? That's what I'm going to do. Well, that's, but Kim, the only thing I'm asking, I, I have no opinion on that because it, again, it does, I don't think it affects me, but I'm just wondering if DoorDash knows that you're already a top oh, dasher and they're, and that, that they've canceled out your schedule, that they're not taking that schedule. I mean, we don't know. And if, and if I'm not a top dasher, but I'm pretty sure I would do the same thing. <laughs> I would still schedule. I would schedule. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, yeah, I don't know. So, are you? I mean, scheduling I, I absolutely would. Now we're 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 a we've become you know, Brandon State shipping us people now. So we're we're a migrant city now, and it's it's changed the whole dynamic completely. I mean, we're a red state, so I mean, yeah. real red. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, yeah. and, and Kim, are you good. scheduling because you're afraid? Because you know how sometimes like DoorDash would kick you off or whatever. So are you scheduling because you're afraid that let's say your your dash now doesn't work and you need no, to get back on? No, my dash now always works. No, my dash now always works because I'm a top dasher. <laughs> you're not Gary. <laughs> <laughs> because Gary, you're talking about rideshare, bro. That I mean, I'm I know they, they kind of were, but the food apps weren't even around then, bro. Like and it was the pandemic that was the reset of them. That was the jump yeah. start. So you'd have to say 2020. But I'll joke to the side though, like I've been doing this even before all, all oversaturation what happened. Like I was so used to scheduling before I was top dasher what a year and a half ago two years ago like it's just habit for me to go in put in a schedule go in put in a schedule go, like my schedule hardly ever changes so for me is like it's easy to go in put a week's worth in and then just start this is crazy so chris taylor is like being like can you imagine like, hey you're in my territory ship shopper like 
<laughs> Seriously. Maybe you're in mine. Like <laughs> shopping apps though are crazy when it comes to like territorial, like Instacart. Um, I've never really had it with shift, but man, people are territorial. Like they, they talk about a stare down. If you, they know you're an Instacart shopper, you get the stare down. Yeah, when you're doing it, when you're doing a you just wave out and laugh or hi. When you I'm walk a little closer a, to the store too. When you walk with a phone, when you walk with a phone through Walmart doing a spark order, you can see other people holding their phone and they're looking to see what's on your phone, what you're doing. Wow! And really? They, yeah. They want to. Most of them I kind of know, but there's a bunch of new ones that uh, they they want to know what you're doing. <laughs> I had a, it, I was in big mafias and stuff. Yeah, but I was in the supermarket the oh, other day, a shop, and the guy said, "Hey, we've been having." He knows I was a shopper at this point, but he said, "Hey," and he works for the grocery store. Be careful, because there is certain shoppers that if you like, say you leave your card at the end of the aisle, go grab, put it in the aisle to be quicker with your shop. They said people have been like adding stuff to your cart without you knowing about it or taking stuff away so that way when you go to check out it flags instacart so they said just be hmm. careful and to always have your cart with you because people are doing some funny stuff so it's competitive <clears throat> out there it's crazy like it's instacart come on that is crazy yeah. crazy that you know i wouldn't you know like like what you were saying brandon about looking at your phone i've done sparks and if i had a if i had walmart's closer to me i would probably do them all the time i literally have to go 10 miles in any direction to get to a walmart so it's it's frustrating to me they offer me great bonuses but i'm not i'm too concerned with what i'm doing to play those games i, I couldn't imagine and um playing games like that i'm well, sorry that's happened to you no some of them will just if you're opening the freezer door, some of them will just walk in between you and there and grab their stuff and, get, and go. And there, there's there are two or three here that I know of that will do that. Very rude. Where where are you at? Um, I Wichita Falls, Texas. Oh well. So, north, but north of but that, I mean, like this, that's a per, that's a perfect transition to to Brandon because I was going to ask him about Spark because he's primarily just doing Spark now, and Spark used to be. I know I watch his channel enough that Spark used to be really good in his market. I know he used to be good in a lot of markets, but um, what is it now? The average orders are about nine dollars on average, or the offers, and they're generally three deliveries. So. Uh, there's about the last two weeks, there's been a lot of them that are like $8, which if you break it down, because some people say, well, that's an $8 base bait, but technically, no, it's not. It's It was coming out at about $2.50 a base bait, because it's $2.50 per order, because, you know, you can't count them all and say that's the base bait. You have to, if it's three drops or four drops, divide that by that, that, and, uh, People are taking them, and that is why they hire so many people. <laughs> make make an app, Gary. Gig protector. <laughs> well, Gary, Gary would probably know from all that he reads in, in our pro group is that uh, people people join us to say, what can we do 
together about base pay now that you just mentioned base pay because DoorDash has gone down to $2 essentially and they're not and if you do a stacked order you're only getting paid for one so I'm never mm -hmm. doing a stacked order again and so I'm not giving them any free rides and so we're we're telling them you know they they were at 3 then they went to 2 and a quarter now they went to 2 uh, they're going in the other they're going down they're not gonna they're not gonna take us back up and yeah. so that's not gonna it's not gonna happen i hear that's with instacart too because i know people uh the seven dollars has been pretty standard yeah like the the eight dollar base pay for three deliveries is the same thing that it used to be for one and and now they've stacked all these just like doordash did you know i that's either Uber or DoorDash is what I started off doing three, four years, four years ago. So yeah. it's changed so much. Eventually it'll be a dollar base pay or as Steve said earlier, maybe even zero, but I look for it to be a dollar within the next year. Right. My, just like my daddy used to say, at some point you'll be paying for the privilege. Mm -hmm. And I do believe they might be making us pay for the privilege to be on the platform. I see that in, in the future. I did a triple for for Uber and on one one leg of the triple, it was a negative 67 cents. I did call yeah. them out on it. I called their earnings area as well. And they said, well, add all three together. Uh, you'll find out that you did make your money. I said, yeah, but seeing that negative 67 is bothersome to me. And that wasn't that's not the only time. And and so because of that, I stay away from stacked orders. Yeah. So many people, so many people take like on spark, they'll take say a $7 order or even an $8 order and it's going nine miles. Then you divide that by your mileage and your time, your maintenance, your depreciation on your vehicle. You add that all up and you are almost working to be, a privilege to be delivering for mm -hmm. Spark, Walmart. Right. <laughs> or, okay. I mean, I would ask Cheyenne, like, look, you've heard us talk enough about EBT earned by time. I know you yeah. don't have it, but so what? No. What is, what is minimum wage in Montreal? I don't know. Let me look it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I don't work for that kind of crappy money thing. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, it says fifteen twenty-five an hour. Okay, so let's say that. I'm just going to kind of do the comparison to my market. Let's then let's be nice. Let's just say that when you got on DoorDash, sometimes you had an earned by time offer and yeah. you were able to slide the slider over and it said $19 an hour guaranteed uh -huh. for, and that's going to be for active time. You can only miss one order per hour. I wouldn't do it. Okay. Everybody here in this country said that, and now we're all doing it. Not yeah, me, I but I mean it. like everybody said, no, everybody said this is stupid. And now they're getting traction off it. Personally, I wouldn't do it just because, and I think it's also different because I'm not full-time, right? So whenever I'm out there, I'm very specific. I'm out there to make money. I'm out there to maximize my there. time. Is anybody out there not to make money? <laughs> no, but like I see the, you know, it's two o'clock, so it's a slow time. So I'm going to take this little order. No, I wouldn't be out at two o'clock then. If it's that slow, I wouldn't be out. So whenever I go out, it's prime time. It's either supper or it's like on a weekend. And it's going to be the time that it's busy. If it's dead, I come home because there's so many other things that I could be doing. Yeah. So it's it's very different for me versus like a full timer. 
where full-time you're out there and you're trying to maximize while you're out there. So no, I wouldn't do the 19 because there's so many orders that I wouldn't take. There's no way. My market is way too big. I would be driving all over the place. No. And that's, I mean, dude, not to throw an idea into DoorDash's head, because I'm sure they've had this on their own. But to be honest, if they were really smart, they would even try and get more people over to earn by time and make sure that those people are getting the tipped orders and that the other people who aren't doing earn by time are getting junk only, period. Okay, now and they were getting talking. the long rides. They'd start okay, really giving the good rides. Can you stop talking? Because if DoorDash is listening to this, shut your mouth. <laughs> you think that I just said that and, not, and they're like, nobody on our thousand person team thought of that. Like, <laughs> well, like shut your mouth right there. <laughs> they're, they're using AI to like scour all the DoorDash videos out there. And oh. they just heard that idea. <laughs> Tim's like, if this happens next week, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Six months from now, it will come to pass. <laughs> well, we just had oh. our first mass deactivations from e by EBT, and it was all abuse of platform by basically stealing their time. And so many of these folks thought they had it all figured out that they could go to one fast food restaurant at the end of, at, uh, on one end of town and sit in the drive through and do whatever they do for hours and then go to the other, other end of the, uh, yeah, just, just go from one end to the other and do like two drives an hour. <laughs> Shoe fly. And uh, yeah, so uh, mass deactivation, earned by time. Uh, it just happened. Hundreds of them. Mass wow. deactivation happened with Walmart Spark last week. Really? Oh, they yeah. say that it was uh, hacked. The, Walmart wasn't hacked. The platform was hacked. And yeah, it was people... hacked by them by their team to see who's who's doing the worst. <laughs> like, get off here! Because <laughs> so, there they was just hacked uh, themselves and said we were hacked. The FCC nationwide. There right, but they terrible. probably didn't get hacked. They probably just they were like, "This is a good way to offboard thirty percent of our workers." <laughs> like, yeah. and, and Wait, it, so they're they saying that they got hacked, so it yeah. deactivated people. Yeah, the, but if that the, was the case, they could reactivate. That was that was a rumor that, and there was a ton of people that got deactivated last week on Walmart Spark. But if that's the case, they could reactivate them because this is all databases. All they need to do is backtrack yeah. and see who they got deactivated. Could. Yeah, but that takes time. That could <laughs> take they, six months. They could, but they that won't. Take, that, 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 <laughs> I studied information technology. That does not take a lot of time. They did those deactivations. I don't know it for a fact. I just know a lot of people got deactivated last week. That's crazy. And I think they did exactly out with what they're not supposed to do. Like, okay, who's at the lowest acceptance rate? Who's wasting the most of our data and time? Yeah. Those 10% de deactivate them without cause. <laughs> like, okay. Because well, then they just say it was the algorithm. I don't, well, you don't know how often they're saying this in court. You have no idea. And to the legislators and stuff, they're saying, I don't know. It was the, al I, I don't know. It was the algorithm is actually a term. That's that's the funny part, and I say funny, strange with us, is that when they when they deactivate and people come on and say, look at my ratings, this is my rating, and all their customer ratings were good, I say, you know what, deactivations have no correlation with your ratings. You did something wrong, like mark stores closed multiple times, you know, in that. Oh, yeah. In, and we know, know people in, who were straight up deactivated for that, and in fact... Yes. Um, who was it? Uh, Uber Phoenix. Um, he had a week's worth of uh, of pay owed to him 
got deactivated for doing exactly that and they kept the money for like three weeks like that's illegal too you're not if if you get i don't know about where he is in arizona um but in most states you you can you can go into any place to let you go that day and you can demand payment right that same day so, I mean, the fact that they kept that and they're like, you you know, you're deactivated for doing this. And he's like, I didn't even do anything wrong. He's like, yes, you that's... guys are, have the restaurant open and they're not. I'm just sitting here. Taking that's one of those. Of that's <laughs> one of those deactivation. Well, the people will say, well, what am I supposed to do? It's going to hurt my acceptance rate. They keep sending me orders. I say, Great I reason. say, pause it. Pause your dash. Get the heck away from the store. But don't continue to claim the accept and then market close because making that $20 is not going to get you deactivated. Now you are making nothing and you've lost your precious account that you but will be coming to my Facebook group. <laughs> but why not just do it correctly? Like the first time somebody says, hey, this is closed. I'm sure right. we've all, I've even been in this and I don't do as much DoorDash as you guys. Like, I'm sure we've all been in a situation where. Like I, I was, when I was recently doing one of my dashes, I went to a McDonald's where the person said, not tonight, we're done. And like, I was like, huh? And I went back out there and I got on with support and he said, I need to call them. He said, who'd you talk to? I said, it was the manager and they got the door locked. Even I can't get inside and, uh, but they have the drive-through open. They're not, he said, no DoorDash or Uber Eats or anything tonight. We're, we're not doing it. And so they called him and they, and they gave me five bucks or whatever for the cancellation. And they were like, yep, they're closed. Was it DoorDash used to, it's been a couple of years ago, Taco Bell's here would close just at random times. But they would, I don't remember if it was DoorDash or Uber Eats would make you take a picture of the sign on the window. They both do. Oh, did they? Okay. Yeah. I remember one of them. Yes. Well, DoorDash would rather, they have a whole section to do that now. They'd rather you do it through through the app than use one of their service workers. They're trying to do anything they, they can so you don't talk to a support person. Uh, they they And so, yeah, take a picture. And then also Uber does it on occasions. Uber is not as specific as DoorDash in that respect. Yeah. I just remember one of them did so. But Uber also a lot of times you don't get that three dollars when you do it through the app. So then you have to contact yeah. them afterwards. It's kind of annoying. Yeah. That's that's my rule too, is that I don't drive far uh, to go pick up an Uber because if something if something goes south, I've just driven five miles to pick up food and I'm only gonna get three dollars for doing it. So I I guess my my more. point in saying that though was that like okay now if the DoorDash rep has contacted McDonald's and he has literally voice too gotten to back to me and said yes you are correct they are not um I've canceled the order I've given you five bucks why wouldn't it just you're asking be... them to be proactive Steve but I'm saying no I'm I'm <laughs> saying all this has already happened I'm not yes but you're asking nothing. him to you're asking him to put something in the system to prevent other people from getting in <laughs> but that's You're my point why that. not just click they should. close thanks for being here brandon <laughs> Thanks. Know? i gotta i gotta go we're gonna wrap up here in just a little bit but brandon's gotta go do his live so we'll, we'll remind you when we, when we shut it down okay. tonight but right, go see go see brandon's live too brandon thank you for joining us thanks see y'all later yep bye, bye brandon
<clears throat> yeah, you're asking you're asking them to be able to put that in to help the next driver. I've I had this conversation with a few reps as well because it's frustrating, especially when <laughs> they cancel it, it because does. they're closed. But then you get the same order right back again, and you're like, "But I just spoke to somebody. I I get your frustration, but they're not going to do it." <laughs> I know, but it saves them money. Like, I mean, it's it it would okay. It'd be different if you're if you were me if you were telling me some logic where they're losing money because of or they would lose money by doing the right thing. That would and that would seem very DoorDash too. Like, hey, this is the wrong thing to do, and we make money from it. Let's do it. But they save money. They would save money. They would they would save dashers from these bad orders. Yeah. I mean, they they do the opposite too. I I mean, again, guys, I don't dash as much as a lot of you. You know, I do a lot more curry and other things. But they, I'll I'll get an order for, uh, like a Chipotle out by the airport. And Kim, you know the distance from my house to the airport when you were here. It's pretty far, right? Okay, I'll see an order that eighteen miles out from me. That Chipotle order is going a half a mile north to a hotel. Now, why wouldn't... I mean, I know that's Green Mountain over there. Why wouldn't you assign another dasher to that number one? But also, I've seen it where they want me to pick it up at my Chipotle by my house and take it out to the airport. Like, that would be... The only reason for that would be is if the other one were closed. You know, I mean, like, they, why would you, why, why would you see, pick off. this up, drive it 20 minutes, 25 minutes to here? Like, and, and then as I, as I'm a block away, there's another Chipotle right there. Yeah. It could be that they took their tablet off. And that's just what I was going to say. I think that they take their tablets off. I know that my Chipotle uh, for two weeks took off their catering options because they didn't have enough people to, to make the orders. So what's Gary saying? Gary's, I think Gary's oh. referring to the first yes. level support that like, you yeah. know, where people say, if you hear a goat, just hang up. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know. Or chickens, roosters, roosters. Well, That's what I hear all the time, roosters. <laughs> right. You, just, you know, at that point, just hang up. You know, nothing's coming to that. I did two orders for DoorDash <laughs> over the weekend and my, my completion rate dropped and I watched my completion rate like a hawk. I called, I got a, the worst support person in four years, and she did not know the difference between AR and CR. She had no clue. And we. And by that time, I was done. I said, you know what? I'm going to take the hit, and I'm never calling back again. I'll just do the 100, 100 rolling and get rid of the the percentage. See, and DoorDash, exactly she what they no wanted. Idea. Exactly what they wanted to do happened. You, you, <clears throat> you called them. They gave you a support agent that can't do anything. She frustrated you so bad you'll never call back. They're like, perfect. Correct. That's what we want. We don't ever want <laughs> yeah. you talking to us. Stop. <laughs> They're going to give her a bonus. <laughs> that was it. That did it for me. It's just not worth it. And to that, tonight I hit a, I accidentally hit an Uber, which I would normally call and try to get, you know, say I accidentally hit because it dropped in. Like, it's not worth my time. I, oh, I'll no. take Uber, the you just cancel that yeah, way. <laughs> I did. I know. I just like to have, you know, I'm a type A personality. I, I want to have the, I want to have the best. I'm not working for the uh, acceptance rate because that involves money and time. Uh, and like I said, in my, in my market, uh, AR, I mean, my AR is five. <laughs> 
It is. Nice. <laughs> 5%. <laughs> Makes me feel good. I'm like, I, I'm strong with a 14. Like if I, some days if I look up and I see 20, I I'm like, how did this happen? And please yeah. drop it down. Like if the color changed, you're like, wait, what happened? Yeah. Yeah. Why is there not red somewhere? Yeah. I'm the opposite. I just don't take... I'm not, like, if anything's not green, I'm like, what the heck is going on? Yeah. Well, that was, that was going to be my, the only thing I was going to say that has changed big time in Facebook groups. Uh, when I started Facebook groups, I couldn't believe that the badge of honor was having a zero AR. It was be a decliner, uh, be a cherry picker, wait for those 850 orders and all that to, cause 850 was the baseline to where there'd be a hidden tip. And, and we all kind of had it figured out where they added the quarter every time somebody declined. And now it's totally the opposite. It's everybody's in a program and everybody wants a hundred percent and they take everything. I'm like, I it's, don't know about it's funny because I was oh, listening we have to so many. I was listening to an interview with Matt Lafferty from Curry and I from November of 2021. And I was telling in, in there, I was telling him about an Uber thing that was going on. This is 2021. You guys re might remember the volume was a lot better for even Uber Eats. But if you missed, if you, if you skipped one or two, you got put in like the crap section where you had to do like five in a row yes. blindly. Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They'd say like you have to take the next three minutes away. You can't be on the app. It would say three minutes away and it wouldn't tell you what restaurant you were going to. Yeah. No. I mean, if you skipped any, you got put mm -hmm. into like that, that yeah. purgatory and then you had to take five blindly. What is What'd it? you call it? I called it call Uber it? Eats Jail. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean that, I mean, again, though, I was just, I was laughing because I'm thinking, man, they don't even have the volume to do that now. If they tried that, nobody'd work the app. They can still do I, it in my market. I see a big decline. My decline in Uber Eats in my market came when they took over Postmates. Uh, Uber was so much better before they merged and took Postmates in. And I, and the orders are still coming in as Postmates. Yeah. You well, I mean, yeah, in them. some markets, they killed Postmates off in ours, but I know California ones too and others. And uh, yeah, they po they keep Postmates around because if enough people have it, they don't, they're fine with just not ever telling those people Postmates isn't, isn't around anymore. It's <laughs> like, listen, you like Postmates? Cool. Yeah, it's still a company. We got you. <laughs> like, I think they just did it by volume. So like if you're in Denver, you know, the Postmates after the merger that, you know, it was only like 2% then they'd get rid of it. But if it was like 30%, they'd be like, just keep the Postmates brand because you can yeah. still get the app even. Right, right. So, and yeah, it doesn't even exist. So, I mean, um, hey, what's up, Dana? By the way, guys, wish Dana luck. He's running for school board. Oh, good luck. Oh, good, luck. <laughs> board, what? good luck. So, what do you mean by school board? It's um, a political subdivision. It's, it's, it means that you're like over a school district. And so you make decisions about curriculum, maybe hiring and firing superintendents and things of that ah, nature. Nice. Yeah. You get a big whip. You know, yeah. crack the whip in that Mo office. Like schools, <laughs> schools in the states are under local control. So it's a it's a local thing and it's a political subdivision. And where I live, 
your real estate is impacted by the school district you live in. The better the school district, the better your, uh, you know, the more expensive your house probably is. People move into school districts and the real estate is listed by school districts. Wow. So, wow. And that, and, and knowing, okay, so that's my other, that's my other tip that I give newbies to our groups and think, know your market. So if you don't know, know your market from your customer to the restaurants, to uh, the streets and, and figure it out and know, and know where you're going, because I can travel all back roads and, and get to where I need to be. But knowing your market, I think is a, is a great tip. Of course. Yeah. And knowing, where, I mean, also on knowing on what nights, where is oversaturated. I mean, everywhere is, but where's where the worst, like, don't sit there, you yeah. know, like, and, and you won't know that your first night clearly, yeah. you know, it's going to take you some nights of going, wait, every Friday I'm here and I don't get anything. Well then move. I would, I would say that when you just said <laughs> sit, I would say that about Uber eats. I used to think that Uber knew if you were moving or not. And if you weren't moving, you weren't getting orders. If you, do you, you know what I mean, Cheyenne? Mm -hmm. That if you sat, they knew you sat. But if I started to roll a little bit, uh, I'd get sent orders. Yeah. Always. It's always that curse. And it's always an order for like a restaurant behind you. <laughs> of course. You just missed the exit. Door of our lives. So, Kim, I know you've been doing a lot of delivered. I mean, I'm, I don't think we're going to get into these other topics, you guys, as we're near the end. I think that, but I think that was a good, I think that was a good session. I had others, other topics here and we didn't get into them. And the only one I will hit on real quick, I wanted to ask Kim a question too, but is that today the promise that was made to California residents by Uber has been broken. The Uber teen starts today. They oh, promised in California they would not allow it. They just allowed it. Oh, that's that must be why we're getting all these things about people worried they're going to be delivering the uh, liquor to kids now. I've been seeing yep. a lot of that online. Yep, and they were talking. They were like blessing it in the articles. They're like, parents will have the right to say how much their uh, their kids can spend. Okay, well, how about when they? How about where's the safety of them not getting kidnapped? That's like thing. that's what I would care about that more than the limit. You know, like to me, I guess the points be, the points being missed. The point is, it's it's you know, it's very dangerous. Like, what the hell are you doing? And I don't that's often crazy. give California credit, and now I'm going to have to retract the little bit I did give them because that's just crap. You guys were the only state that was holding out; all the rest went to Ubertin, and now you guys are like, whatever, it's fine. We don't, you know, we got a lot of population anyway. If a few kids go missing, so be it. <laughs> 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 that's what it is i'm sorry you know it's <laughs> it is straight up and not caring but kim the question i was going to ask you is um so like I, I i really wanted to i wanted to ask you this specific question so year to year like this month is as best you can remember to last year this month what percentage of your earnings you don't have to say amount but what percentage is doordash last year and this year in like um... february just in a probably guess. I know it's a year ago. Honestly, it's probably about the same, if not maybe a little less. Um, okay. Just because last year I was using every app that I could during January and February to get through like the slow months. Um, mm -hmm. It's just working. I'm still multi-apping. So it's not just all about DoorDash. It's all about, you know, 
Uber. It's all about, you know, Instacart. It's all about, you know. Well, that's why I asked because I know you're doing more delivered. I know you weren't doing any Instacart a year ago. Yeah, I was. I did. I started Instacart again last January. So, yeah, I was doing Instacart around this time last year. It's kind of that. But you got more. But you you have more now. You do more Instacart, I feel like, anyway. Yeah, I do. Um, if that, I hate to say it's, I'm working, I maybe I'm working differently. Maybe that's what I'm trying to say. Like I'm literally whatever app gives me the best orders, whether it's DoorDash, whether it's Instacart, whether I get a catering order scheduled ahead of time, I know to work that into my day, whatever the best order is, I take it no matter what app it is. I just know my market and what apps work better during certain days of the week and also certain hours of the week. And, you know, maybe that's also why I maintain DoorDash the way that I do, because I know when to turn it off and go to another app because they're giving me crap orders. So, you know, I, I know my market like the back of my hand at this point. So I, I'm and I mean, and, so, and, and some things that work in some markets might not even just be like in yeah. your market might not even just be like, sometimes it's good. Like it might not work at all. Yeah. I mean, um, we encounter that a lot. It is. And, you know, I, just because I put catering in my mix this past year, it's it's not replacing my- anything. I feel like it's adding, if that makes any sense. It's not like it's replacing DoorDash. It's adding. But I don't get a catering app. I mean, catering order every single day. Like, I think I've done three catering orders, four catering orders this whole week so it's not like it's an everyday thing and even so you can only really do one maybe two catering orders if you're lucky per day right well i don't so know do you, I, mean, do you, do you, I mean do you i don't even know do you have delivered that are you on delivering that yeah. yep i did okay. one this week yep so yeah so i mean i guess part of it's that your arsenal's bigger too so i i don't know i i i the bottom line is I I don't, if anybody's out there making it without multi-apping, I would love to hear your story. <laughs> I would love to hear it. I mean, making it too, not like the email I got from the guy in Seattle saying, you know, hey, I was on for 43 hours and I worked two and a half or 258. Like that's, I'm talking about you're making enough money because I don't think single apping's possible. I don't. I mean, it... Like I said, on DoorDash, unless you're willing I, to I mean, earn I, less money, yeah, and and that's that's the thing. I mean, for some people, a thousand dollars a week just on one app is like really good. For me, I'm an overachiever and I want more, so I multi-app to get the more. So it just depends on your market. It depends on what your market is capable of doing. Like it, it just might not even be a like Cheyenne. It might not be a good DoorDash market. It might be a good Uber Eats market, and that's where you make a majority of money or you might be a market that you need like five apps in order to make that bulk money. It's, you know, it's, I don't have any advice to give anybody because what works for me (laughs) might not work for Michelle, might not work for Cheyenne. Like it's trial and error and knowing your market and knowing your apps to get it right. And sometimes that doesn't even work. (laughs) Well, it's, it's a long haul. If you think about what does it take to make $200? It's how you want to make that two. Like I'm not burning the wheels off my car to make two hundred dollars in a day. But Kim, in my market, it's getting three 
good paying catering orders or just large orders. So, and that would be three that maybe hit $30 each. So I'm at 90 to 100 off three orders. And the rest were just good paying orders. Because, I mean, again, 200, did I do 20 orders at $10? That's not going to probably happen on DoorDash. It's not going to happen without multi-apping. And so I'm lucky that I live, you know, think of Wizard, Wizard of Oz land where all the tornadoes are, that every day is a weather day. And bad weather is my friend. I can't wait to go out when it's horrible out. That keeps the dashers off the road. That makes everybody stay in. And it makes dashing amazing. So I'm looking it's for not... that horrible weather report. <laughs> I was waiting for day. you to find a different part of the Wizard of Oz to compare it to. I didn't know you were going to compare it to the beginning scene where it's like, yes, everything's tornado. blowing away and everything's blowing. dead. And, oh, yes. all my neighbors died, so I can dash. Woo. Yes, bad weather, bad weather. Thank Hi, you, Hannibal. Hannibal. Hey, Hannibal. Um, bad weather is is a dasher's friend, and and people say, oh. Don't go out and like this is my op this is opportunity. It's knocking. Yeah. I have to go. <laughs> don't don't make me stop. I mean, you know. So here, I feel like people get out in the in the bad weather because it does pay better. But I don't. Maybe the orders aren't around as much. But I know, like even rideshare, we used to love to get out on those days. You know, if it's snowed here in Denver, there were here. people that just wouldn't go out at all they'd call into a w-2 job like dude it's snowing i can't come in <laughs> like what yeah you? Again, you know where you live that's you know gonna reality. snow here the reality is in a facebook group like if i want to know something i can ask a question right now and i'll get 300 people to respond to me and they'll respond honestly and and so i know that there's a lot of people that don't dash at night i know that the majority of dashers are between 25 and 35 years old. And who are they? The ones that have small children. So their schools have been called off. They're going to stay home. Most don't take their children dashing with them. That's a huge story. Uh, we usually don't post anything about children and dashing because you'll get the people that agree and the people that want to call child services on you. So <laughs> you get you get a little bit of everything. And so there's people don't do the night. There's people who don't do bad weather. And uh, so it comes down to me. <laughs> I'm out there dashing. I'm willing to take the risk. And, you know, I don't have the children at home. And, and uh, I, I'm not afraid to go out in bad weather. Or, in, or you know, so it, it, yeah. So, and I can tell, especially on Uber Eats, when there's not a lot of drivers out, they want to send me everywhere and the yeah. orders are coming so our rapid fire pace just as fast as they can and doordash as well yeah that is true so um hopefully i didn't give doordash any ideas doordash just forget i said anything if you heard me earlier like yeah. <laughs> i meant don't do that don't ever do that <laughs> <laughs> um but you guys i mean i think that's the only topic we're going to get through tonight because we're at hour 15 plus, and that's kind of where, you know, I think everybody knows our goal is 60 to 75 minutes. That's our zone. Um, try and keep it in there. So I think that's a wrap for the week. So um, thank you, everybody, for joining us. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you, Brandon. Bye, guys. And by the way, guys, again, don't forget, go check out Dashing Grandpa. He's live right now. Um, he always does a good live after ours. We used to promote it more. We need to remember to do that. Um, but, and also, everybody watching on the replay, please post all your comments and questions and stuff into into the chat because i see a lot of people watch on the replay 
So, but I I feel like if it's not live, you're not commenting. Please do. Um, I'm like Kim. I respond to everything. Like if you put something in there, you're gonna get a response from me. So um, make sure that you are doing that and uh, be safe, earn smart, be great to each other. And uh, you know, as Holly as Holly said, she loved that I said once when I ended this. Don't be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm driving my life away